Yeah, here. We're fine. Yeah, drowning pool. Yeah, okay. Let the body sit the floor. He died? He died. What did he die of? I don't know what he died of, though. He is died this, of something. Is this fake news? No, this isn't fake news. Look is it up. It's like when that we said Kip Winger's dick exploded <laughs> and it wasn't him at all. I mean, it was a guy from Three Dog Night. Is that much of a difference? With a dog. Another artist on the list of bands I don't care about. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, Three Dog Night had some hits. What was their hit? What was that big one? They had like a jillion. One. Yeah. Nothing wrong with they did the the <laughs> cover of Harry Nielsen's one. Oh, oh! I thought you meant Metallica. No. <laughs> what is the loneliest They did, died of natural causes. They did Joy to the World. Natural causes. I mean, that's what Billboard.com hey man, says. Cocaine's natural. Co- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does come from a plant. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Get in the Garage. Speaking of cocaine. <laughs> Today's episode, the most cocaine-fueled band of all time, possibly. Eagles. Not the Eagles. Not to be confused with the Peasants. Eagles. Yeah. So today is the 50th anniversary of the unofficial official formation of the band Eagles. They came together, the four original <laughs> members, Glenn Fry, Don Henley, <laughs> Bernie Ledin, and Randy Meisner. Uh, all formed as part of Linda Ronstadt's backing band, country artist Linda Ronstadt. And they, uh, Henley and Fry toured with her for the summer of 1971. And then for one show on July 12th, 1971, the four of them were her backing band. And they played that one show at Disneyland and they called it quits and said that they were starting their own band. And they went off and did their own thing. And, uh, Rock and roll was never the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, they really took it to the limit, that's for sure. So so today's the 50th anniversary of that. We thought it'd be good to talk about the Eagles, who are uh, one of the most biggest selling bands of all time, at least. Yeah. Their greatest hits, volume one, covering the years from 1971 to 1975. It's like kind of unofficially, officially the greatest selling album of all time. It's either like number one or number two. Yeah, it's... I, I, Thriller. I, I, think I like has to think passed. it's. I think it's number two. It is number. Yeah, it's number two. It's been certified for like forty-two million sold. Um, I know it was the most selling of the twentieth century. So up to nineteen ninety-nine, it was the highest selling album. But I think after Michael Jackson died and with people buying his records again when he died, I think that's what pushed Thriller uh, past the Eagles. Um, but the Eagles country rock band that uh, has tons of hits, five number one singles. Um, they made seven albums, six in the 70s, and then one in like 2007. They, After doing their fifth farewell tour, they <laughs> did another studio album. And sold their, sold their soul to Walmart. Yeah. I think it was only available at Walmart. That sounds about right. Um, so, what you know, is the deal with that crap? It's bowed down to the almighty dollar, man. Yeah, who yeah, was buying it anyway? Yeah. Who? I don't know. 50-year-old dudes looking to buy shotguns at Walmart. That's who's buying it. 
Well, yeah. It's going to be a heartache tonight. I know your audience. It's going to be a heartache tonight. So what we're going to do today, um, we're going to talk about the Eagles and shit on them and praise them a little bit. And we're going to draft songs, uh, our own collection of favorite Eagles songs. We're going to go around the table and uh, draft them up. And we're going to finish with some bonus tracks of some non-Eagles songs released by members as solo things or as parts of other bands. So besides the four members that got together in 1971, um, other notable members of the Eagles were lead guitarist Don Felder, who joined halfway into recording their third album, uh, On the Border. Uh, and he stayed with the band till like 2001, so through the rest of the time. Um, Bernie Ledin left the band after the fourth album, and they brought in Joe Walsh. Cue Joe Walsh. Come on. What? Cue the impersonation. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, hey, man. The Eagles asked me to join, so I did. And uh, now I just play guitar, I guess. <laughs> so he, he joined the band uh, before the recording of their fifth album, Hotel California. and California is, Hotel. is still with the band today. Um, R- Randy Meisner, the original bass player, left after Hotel California. And he was replaced by Timothy B. Schmidt. That's the dude from Poco, correct? Yes. And Randy Meisner was in Poco. Timothy Schmidt replaced him in Poco. And then like seven, eight years later, replaced him in the Eagles. He's like, oh, the old switcheroo. Riding the wave. He got replaced by the same guy twice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And Tim Schmidt was like, you know, he's he was known as a bass player and he's a great singer. He did backup vocals on a couple Steely Dan albums in the 70s. Nice. And um so yeah, the Eagles big band. Let me think it might any other notable members. Um I know oh, that you talk about Glenn? Yeah, no, yeah, Glenn Fry yeah. and Don Henley started the band. Yeah. Um Glenn Fry died I think in 2016 and his son Deacon has taken his place since then and also Vince Gill, notable huge multi-million selling country artists has been part of the Eagles since Don, uh, since Glenn Fry died as well. So they still got like all the guitar shit going on and, you know. It, all the guitar shit. <laughs> it makes me happy that they can be unhappy across generations. <laughs> yeah. Trauma is passed down, man. <laughs> really a band of endurance, I think. Yeah. And cocaine abuse. Yeah, like it's, it's I mean, think about this, man. There's a million documentaries about the Eagles' exploits, but none of them died from drug overdoses, which is so fucking crazy. Especially Joe Walsh. I mean, let's just that talk. That guy. Uh, Joe Walsh is still alive is like the biggest, like, what? He's the one that's yeah. alive? Don, yeah, right. Joe Walsh. He made Henley. it. Don Henley was doing everything. Oh, Don Henley was a... I mean, Glenn Fry died because he had, like, um, diverticulitis and something else some other health concern and then he got pneumonia and like the medication he was on to combat his intestinal stuff yeah was bad if you are trying to fight pneumonia so that's why he died a handful of years ago but like glenn, glenn fry notoriously pushed back like they had a producer come in who had a no drugs policy and he was so pissed <laughs> like in this he's like come on man that's not rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> and he you know he died of you know of health problems but not of like drug problems well the thing that's so funny to me is like i listen to the eagles and i do not immediately go sex drugs and rock and roll (laughs) and yet that was the lifestyle that they lived like it's funny because you like we were saying it before we started 
I listen to the Eagles and I just get like sleepy. You know, it's like yeah. this. You know, and I just doesn't. I don't it just know, doesn't man. say cocaine Sometimes to me. Drugs are around. You get kind of sleepy. Yeah, it's not cocaine. <laughs> but like the harawan and the- yeah, the har haran <laughs> and just boozing and yeah, I, it is. It is interesting because I felt the same thing because I, I think of them as rocking, but with that country like lilt and like ballads and stuff. But the m- vast majority of their songs are these like very easy listening, yeah, adult contemporary like dad. Southwest relax music. I, yeah. I also feel like lots of turquoise. There's like a before and there's obviously like <laughs> the big before and after though is like the yeah, gr- oh, it's yeah. the greatest hits and after the greatest hits. So like yeah. the first four albums I feel yeah. like are completely different than the last two. Yeah. In the live record. Yeah. So I like that's where I'm like I yeah. I see them as like the country rock sleepy guys, but then also like Hotel California isn't sleepy. There's like rock. Most of the, the songs on there are rockers, and even like Take It to the Limit and stuff like. I mean, I I don't know if that one's on Hotel California. That That's one's on one of these run. nights. Yeah, one of these, one nights. Of these nights. But even that being like more of like a sleepier tune, I think it like still has like energy. That's like not as you know what I mean. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. But. Uh, do you have a pen so we can keep track of our drafts? Yeah, a hundred percent. Here, let me grab a pen and pad. Doing it old school analog. Analog. Live. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think our views on the Eagles are like it's the dude. I mean, at least I'm the yeah. dude. I hate the fucking Eagles, man. I think yeah. The more that I listen to it, I my my opinions are also pretty well aligned with Here's that the sentiment. Thing, man, it's like I I I agree with the sentiment of the dude that he hates the fucking Eagles, but at the same time, it's like I don't really hate the. It's not like they're offensive to me on any level. You know what I mean? It's just not my like my go to jams, but I can get. I could I could try to get in the mood of it, you know. I think the Eagles, at least speaking for myself, is like it's a it's a mood. You know what I mean? Like if it's like a hot sort of sleepy Sunday afternoon, and you're just kind of kicking back with a cold drink, you know, maybe you put on the Eagles. But I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm definitely not listening to the Eagles to get like pumped up for something. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, my my initial love for the Eagles and why I still really like the group is there is no band. There's no band that has better harmonies. Yeah. There That's the thing. Isn't. That's the thing. Listening back to them, though, yeah. It, like, we are like, holy shit. Like, dude, I like lo- the voices. I, yeah. I, like, I love Ugh. the three-part harmony on that comes out during choruses of, like, Beatles songs. But Beatles songs are very, like, roughshod and, like, purposely, like, they aren't pristine and, like, clean, clean. They're still a little garagey yeah. and homemade sounding. And the Eagles, it's like, it sounds like a fucking choir. Because they all sang. Yeah, yeah their records and very, like, clean, very sanitized. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Very, very clean records. Also, sidebar, uh, if it's picking up on the microphones, my son's trying to take a nap, and he's protesting it. So if you hear a, ba- if you hear a child crying, it's just my son in the middle of teething, taking a nap on week one and a half with no pacifier. So. Wow. Just want to throw that disclaimer out there. Oh, yeah. Also, we're not in the garage. We're we are not in the garage. Well, we've never really been in the garage. We only were in the garage for the very first episode. The Black Flag episode was in the garage. <laughs> and after that, it was dining rooms, basements, and now my sun porch. Get in the sun porch. Get in the sun porch. Take it to the limit. <laughs> it's a people garage. So there you go. All right. Here's how we're doing the draft. <laughs> we're going to do ones and twos. Odd man out gets the first pick and the sixth pick. We're going to snake order. All right. We cool. got throw a one or a two. Everybody ready? Throw it on three. One, two, three. All right, I'm number one and number six. God damn it. 
All right, now you guys throw it out, and whoever is. One, two, three. Oh. What do you do when it's a tie? Go again? Do we rock, do paper, rock paper, scissors once? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh! No, come on! Oh, okay. This Lynn is Luke. good podcasting. Yeah, right. this is great. Luke is this makes a lot of sense two, when we have two, no video two and four to accompany and it. And Guys. I mean, two and five, and Mike is three. Nobody uh, saw how close four. that game was. Yeah. We all it was, heard it, it was, though. Yeah, we did. Did you feel the tension? I think I think they can. I think it, it hear, came across. Did you hear the tension? Yeah. All right, so here we go. We're going to do our Eagles draft. Let me bring up my big list. Bald Eagles, definitely number one. I'm a golden eagle golden guy eagle? myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah, dude, they had a good salad bar. Back Did you in know the the, su- the sound that you hear? I mean, it's a musical thing, I guess. The sound that you hear that you think is what a bald eagle actually sounds like is not the sound of a bald eagle. You know how, like, if you're watching a TV show or you're watching a commercial or something like that, okay. and you see a bald eagle, the sound that they play to accompany the bald eagle okay. is not an eagle. It's a hawk. Yeah, because like if you actually hear a bald eagle, it's like. Whoop! <laughs> like on Whoop. the Colbert it sounds, Report, no, it does not oh, sound. Yeah, remember the intro yeah. of the Colbert Report? Yeah. That was a hawk, not an eagle. Yeah, so pretty cool. The more you know, thank um, you, Mike. You're welcome. So I have the dreaded number one spot because really the Eagles, like they live and die by the hits. Mm-hmm. So like I'm gonna take one and I got a weight of a handful, but I'm just going with it. I'm sticking with my big board, the magnum opus. It's the best big big song by any rock band of the 70s and that's hotel california oh there we go you can <laughs> you can check out anytime you like but you can never leave okay so what's the song about jeffrey um i think it's about the devil and doing drugs yeah it's something <laughs> it, yeah i've heard two different stories myself i've heard that it's like it's a metaphor for like hell but it's also a metaphor for like the hell that is drug addiction or like being stuck in a bad record contract or who knows or be in love with a toxic woman or i don't know Mm -hmm. all i know is i love the very musical tom stuff yeah um i love don henley's voice on this track i like the evocative imagery of the lyrics um you know they all gather for the feast and they could (laughs) not kill the beast and (laughs) you know she had the mercedes benz and all these like Uh. funny like definitely drug fueled <laughs> lyrics um also and and like it's to me this is like when you think of the songs from that era that are like oh the overplayed like fm radio songs like stairway to heaven this fucking sm- this is such a better song than stairway to heaven in my opinion oh shots fired such a better song shots fired. i, I almost skip i almost skip stairway to heaven every time i hear it and I almost put Hotel California on repeat every time I hear it. Yeah. That's I got to say, I mean, I listened to the, the in preparation for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I listened to the the live cut for this. Yeah. And it's so great, man. Like, especially those 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 dueling guitar solos, yeah. like, at the very, very end. Overrated. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, come on. So the, the guitar that you hear, watch the videos to get the full effect. But um, what it really is, it's back and forth between. It's Don, Feld, Don Felder starts off. And he does all that, like, all the cool, clean type lines. And then Joe Walsh is doing all that, like, hot and nasty lines. Yeah, man. They're like... No, it's not a bad guitar part. It's just, like, 
that's the part on the radio that drives me nuts is oh. the guitar solo because it's for me it's so repetitive like that yeah. oh when it when it goes together yeah yes. when they like start i'm just yeah, like yeah. oh i've had to know that's when i'm like always oh, like, that's when you can't straight check out yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can I check out it. you can't leave i love it yeah. welcome to the hotel california um, it's I a do, good it is a good jam though i mean it, it's a solid tune um the i love the um how like in the verse like joe walsh is like like the squeak the squeaky yeah, yeah. things he does like the yeah i don't know if they're like harmonic yeah. pitches but whatever he's doing there i always yeah. love i also love the full commitment for the reggae yeah chuck 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 yeah. chuck chuck and if you listen to the live cut it's happening the entire time right so you know yeah. i do love that i love the yeah i i mean it's hotel california for a reason man I, w- I would have loved to be in like the second or third pick and taking it there, but I'm taking it number one. You got what you got to do. Luke, you got number two. What are you going with? Right on. Okay. So my number, I'm going to choose like my, what I decided was my favorite Eagle song doing this, which was Witchy ah, Woman. Yeah, oh, dirty yes. rat bastard. Um, I like Witchy Woman Um, for a lot of reasons. it's I like it because it's kind of like – it's kind of got like a Neil Youngy yep. hard rock thing going on, like Cinnamon Girl. Yep. Um, I feel like it's kind of like I feel like it's written in like a contrived like Cinnamon Girly nature. Um, I like how it was like spooky, like Fleetwood Mackie before that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she uh, it's got just that like look in her eyes. it's just more of like a harder rock song. Yeah. Um, like almost like a Doobie Brothersy tune yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I just love it. Um, the yeah. like the effects of it too, the guitars, the, um, like the recording kind of sounds like sterilized D, like really, yeah. like, like well recorded. Um, and then like the vocals on the song are amazing too, like in the chorus. Ooh, yeah. It reminds me of like Santana during that time. Yeah, and, and this was pre Joe Walsh. This is when they were just four piece. So I assume all the guitar stuff on there is um, Glenn Fry and probably mostly Bernie Ledden. Yeah, doing all the, like the double stop like yeah harmonized guitar line because they so. definitely even in the beginning right this is the one is in the intro has that sort of like a native american yeah first album as well i do love the first eagles album i have to say yeah i do love it for me it's yeah eagles and hotel california are probably the two that i like the most yeah i i mean when you talk about individual members of the band Don Henley is the voice of the Eagles for me. Like Glenn Fry sings on a bunch of their songs too, but yeah, I I just like Don Henley's voice, and this is his powerhouse song off that first album. Yeah, and the, you are. This is a Bernie uh, uh, leading like yeah. written tune. Oh, he um, wrote it, okay. and which would probably make yeah. more sense to me why I liked it so much because it's very reminiscent of the Flying Burrito Brothers. Oh yeah, right, right. Which he was in too, which yeah. is like right off that era. So I was like, I kind of like this a bit more than like yeah. what the Eagles morphed into. But. Yeah, and Ber- Bernie Ledin is like he's the he's kind of like the underrated figure when it comes to the Eagles because he was only in the band for the first four years, and he's the dude who really pushed the country stuff. He's the one who plays mandolin and banjo and Mm -hmm. dobro and uh you know pedal steel and stuff like that so he was like kind of the secret weapon of the band yeah yeah definitely all right so i get two back to back he's also still alive too i think all the former members are still alive really yeah like randy meisner they're all still alive as far so who who passed i think just Just glenn Glenn. yeah right 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 yeah that's how much nobody likes don henley they just will not play with him (laughs) (laughs) they're like no we're good how much money we're good yeah 
But to be fair, I to Jeff's point, yeah, uh, in my opinion, sh- we share that opinion. In other words, I think Don Henley is the voice of the Eagles all day, or at least he's my favorite voice of them all. Yeah, he, you know, I always think of Don Henley's voice, and he sounds like um, he reminds me of like if if Paul Simon was a coke addict, because <laughs> he has that kind of nasally, trebly part of his voice that just like cuts through at all times. Even though he doesn't sing high all the time, yeah, he just has this kind of like whine in his voice. That also, is, he's yeah. playing the drums the whole time too. Yeah, something to remember. Even his drumming, I think I don't know. Take I was, that, Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a classy ass drummer. He, yeah. I he's love a his classy play. drummer. Great fills. He reminds yeah. me of like a Levon Helm, like yeah, kind of in his like sort of way. I think Levon swings more, but uh, Don, you know, he kind of gives me those kinds of vibes. I love the sound of his snare. I will say that. I do like the sound of Don Henley's snare. Uh, right on. So. You have number three and number four. All right. Well, I think I'll kick it off with, hmm, much to much to Jeff's chagrin, I'm going to have to go with one of these nights. Oh, one of my favorites. I know. And I knew you were going to pick it. So I was like, I, I hope I can. <laughs> I hope I can get this tune because if not, Jeff's taking it. Great song. Uh, yeah, this is a great tune. It's it's um, it's kind of got the disco vibe. It's yeah. got the you know that nice walking pace tempo. Like everything about it, I think this is just such a well done song. And I do love the guitar. I don't know who plays the solo, the guitar, the featured guitar solo at the very end. Don Felder. It is Don Felder. Yeah, yeah. but great choice. I think in terms of a tone. To use too because it's like super fuzzed Fuzzy, out guitar yeah. which is pretty the cool second half gets really yeah yeah and i love that i love like that amp exploding yeah. fuzz kind of sound because it's so kind of just like thrown it you know what i mean i yeah. when I, again when i think of the eagles i don't think of like heavy fuzzed out guitar but yeah and i and i mean obviously like i love joe walsh 100 percent, but don was like he was no he was no slouch either man he was a great guitar player so, um, yeah. so yeah. So one of these nights, great harmonies, like yeah. during the chorus when it like just fades out forever, and they do somewhere it's like, nah, 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 nah. yeah, it goes higher and higher, like Jesus. And those high pitched, those isn't that the Randy Meisner, the bass yeah. player? Yeah, right. Hitting you with those, who kind of like in he's, a way he's got the dude with like the really long like straight shag. Hair. Yeah, right. Yeah, he kind of got kicked out of the band because his drug stuff was like taking toll on his voice and he wasn't able to hit those high harmonies anymore. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's conflicted reports on what happened, but that seems to be the gist of it. Well, in the words of Rick James, cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) Great drum beat in the song too. Like using using the floor tom. Yeah. Yeah. And this is another one like, like hotel California where it just has the rhythm thing the whole time. One of the guitar parts is just ding, 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 that's one thing you got to say is yeah they like every i think every musician kind of knew their lane and knew what they were contributing and just kind of stuck what you know what i mean they didn't they didn't veer from the course it was the song itself was kind of the bigger you know the bigger thing but even the beginning like you know so so there's my first pick and then i'm gonna go with victim of love as my second pick because i do love that song too um i'm definitely more you know i mean like luke said you know he loves the song witchy woman i love when the eagles do more of like a rocking tune yeah. you know like a little bit more blues a little bit more foot stomping a little more rock and roll um 
because I find that yeah, like it, it it changes things up in a refreshing kind of a way. You know, it's like a it, it's like they always throw one of these kinds of songs on an album as like the palate cleanser. You know, after you're kind of like like being hammocked away in like these like velvety harmonies and all that stuff, you know, they'll always give you like a good. Yeah, this you know. one is because this is on Hotel California. Yeah, and this one is Victim of Love. It was like a hit, but but yeah, it's more of like it's more of a deep cut. Like only if you know, you know. It's like OAR album yeah. oriented yeah, rock, yeah, right? Um. This too, uh, this is on the uh, the Wikipedia page, and I double checked it on the actual record. Um, the Eagles had this thing where they would like carve uh, messages in the dead wax or all the records. Oh, um, in this one, it's uh, VOL was recorded live because people oh, cool. were giving them shit about like how the recordings were so slick that it sounded like they were like lifeless. Yeah, so they recorded "Victim of Love" um, live. Yeah one take except the vocals and then that they marked it on the record inside the dead wax that that was a live That's cut. Cool. oh was, no way good start and it was you're right it was a great palate cleanser mm. um when you flipped the record because this was the opening of side two of hotel mm. california so a bit yeah. of a, a rocker yeah Th- this was the one song out because i you know if 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 i'm not looking at a wikipedia page i can name like 12 15 eel songs this was the one Whereas I was listening through all the albums in prep for this, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot this song. And this is like the song that it really, it was like probably number seven, number eight on my list. Mm. Yeah. This was definitely a standout Mm. when I was uh, playing back. Another Don Henley classic. Yeah. All right, Luke, what's your second pick? My second pick. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to go with, um, oh, man, I'm going to go with, Life in the Fast. Oh, lane. God damn it. <laughs> I thought it would be there for um, me. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go, because I, I thought your taste is more mellow, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> this is full, like, full throttle. Full throttle. <laughs> yeah, for me, I like the Eagles when they're more, when they're more, like, rocking. Like, yeah. for me, my favorite era of the Eagles is, like, right on the burnout of that yeah. live record when they're just, like, kind of throwing it all. This Yo. is their most rocking song, in my opinion. Absolutely, um, classic riff that would have fit on any Joe Walsh record yeah. that he made. Oh yeah, definitely. It's so it's such a Joe Walsh tune. Um, yeah, great, <laughs> great. It goes great into hook. that break, that break too, where it like the the flange, it's the vocal flange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like how the the like. Uh, you, you know, so it, it's like a faster rock and song, but you, the verse is more of like a giddy up, um, like yeah. almost like disco yeah, affair, yeah. like funky. Yeah, it's super funky. It's like a disco verse, and then you know, it's got like that rocking, you know, step back chorus with that great hook. He had a nasty reputation as a cruel <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other line I like? <laughs> they had one thing in common. They were good in, in bed. bed. Yeah. She said, faster, faster, the lights are turning red. <laughs> yeah, My like the, the, the lyrics are like pure. Like, <laughs> she was brutally <laughs> handsome. She was terminally pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Like, it's all just so schmaltzy. Yeah, it's so. Bad. I was hoping it would be there because, like, honestly, I took Hotel California out of respect for the song. My favorite Eagles song, though, is Life in the Fast Lane. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah. is. It's it's a great, great, yeah, great tune. 
Yeah, for me, lyrically, it's it's almost reminiscent of like Deep Purple. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like in that kind of like oh well, in the tradition of it, great driving tunes. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And and, and car the, and sex metaphors. Yeah, and, it's yeah. all yeah, like weird yeah, sexual innuendos and all that stuff. Like yeah, it's so good though. I, I love the. I love the refrain, life in the fast lane. Like, they're, like, radio compressed. Like, they sound like they're coming out of car speakers. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. man. And just, yeah, just, this is, like, this is the most Joe Walsh song. I, yeah. Yeah. I love this song. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a good, it's a, it's a that fun That opening riff, too, is just so... It's so, clean. it's so cleanly recorded. It's like, it's not sloppy yeah. at all. It's just so... It's and right money. before the drums kick in, the guitar, like the low string, it's like... Ding, 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 ding. And it's, yeah, it's like very separated and like so well played. Yes. Yeah. Great, great, great pick, man. I love man. that song. Great yeah, pick. man. Yeah, man. Because this is like... I'm in the fast lane. Like, yeah, like people think like, you know, Take It Easy and stuff like that is like the Eagles. I, knowing the Eagle, who the Eagles were, yeah. like if I was making an Eagles documentary, this is what would open. Because <laughs> yeah. like, that's what it really was like. Yeah, man. Oh, Hell yeah. All right, song. Jeffrey. All right, well... You have two now, yeah? I have two. And two of my favorites are off the board so i'm gonna take um i'm gonna take my number three pick so it's still here um it's like in my opinion one of the best ballads of all time in any genre of american music and that's desperado oh i love desperado it's so good that piano intro i love it yeah it's like i mean it was 25 years earlier but it reminds me so much of like the music in the toy story series because <laughs> it's so it's just like you hear one measure of it and then you're immediately like so emotional about yeah everything. right right yeah it's got that like melancholic yeah. sort of like i'm at a loss for yeah. words and you know it's, but like but there's still some sun there's still some silver lining there it's mm. such a great balance it's yeah. such a classic song to me that it feels like the eagles didn't write it and yeah. it's like more of like an american folk right. song right right it's like it is yeah like this, it earned a place in like a traditional oh yeah yeah it, like you it's not my favorite eagle song and it's not but you know but it's probably their best Song. written song right it's probably their best written song again in the classic sense of like yeah. what a song is and how it like touches people mm -hmm. i think this is their best hands down like without a doubt i know they had a good relationship with um uh singer songwriter what the heck was his JD name souther no 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 the jackson uh, jackson brown. brown right but i think was this like when they were heavy hanging out with jackson brown this was desperado is actually the first song that glenn fry and don henley co-wrote with each other because before oh, no then, way. like, Glenn Fry was writing stuff with Jackson Brown. Don Henley was writing stuff on his own. They had J.D. Souther, who was a co-writer of, like, Bob Seger stuff, mm. who was originally going to be a member of the band, but Randy Meisner vetoed that decision. Um, but this was, like, their first Glenn Fry, Don Henley sit in a room, like, two very opposite ends and, you know, egos and all that stuff and coming together writing something. Yeah, because I've heard I've heard versions of like Glenn Fry when he was solo in the mid 80s. I've heard him playing piano and singing this song. And it's I mean, it's a Don Henley on the record, but like it still just sounds so natural. It sounds so yeah. perfect. Great, Great pick. It is a Hell classic yeah. tune. Yeah, it's like it really is just and another one where it's just all of the 
all the lyrical content is just so perfect and all the metaphors and all the you know the piano part where he's doing all these like you know sus notes and like little ding 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 yeah. ding these country countryfied things um yeah i love that song uh and my next song i'm going to pick is um it's like my my favorite easy listening version of the eagles uh and that's peaceful easy feeling oh, i love off this their song first too. album like it just gets me from the first lines of uh i like the way your sparkling earrings lay against your skin so brown yeah um yeah and that's that's my favorite glenn fry sung song and um that's you do a just, good glenn fry yeah, well i'm a little sick today but <laughs> that's why in the f- <laughs> maybe that maybe when I'm like, no, I didn't mean oh, man, I, that was I would love taste. I would love in like my my fifties to like have an Eagles cover band. Let's do it. I'd be into that. We'll call ourselves the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, this is just this is like the song off the first album that really speaks to me and. Um, it really is. It's <laughs> it's a peaceful, easy feeling. You listen to this song, and it's yeah. it's like at a tempo where it it has enough motion, but it's still so laid back and still like that Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young t- style, like yeah. stacked harmonies. And I love the production of this song too. Like everything, it just has that like nice, warm, hi-fi hiss kind of vibe about it. That's just so nice and pleasing. Yeah, it's got great, great warm records and i i I like the guitar it's i would say guitar solo it's more of an instrumental break kind of like country music because the vocals cut out after a chorus and then it's really like it's like bass by itself for like eight measures and then a little like kind of bendy little pedal steel type dobro or whatever guitar comes in that's what i wanted to talk about like that was one of the things i like was like mentally noting was that modern country like even like 90s country to today Mm -hmm was a lot of the basis of it i was like this has got to be all the eagles because like like even like the instrumental breaks like how you were saying like how they took that kind of like from like the 60s country music where it would be like like a like a bar line of the like you know maybe it was like pedal steel for like two bars and then like a a guitar part for two bars and then it would go back into Mm -hmm. the chorus or whatever and like the eagles took that kind of thing and like ran with it and i was like just like the instrumental breaks compared to like country music where it would like play and it's not like a really long solo or whatever it's just like an eight bar or four bar and then right back into it i was i was like oh that's all over modern country yeah you gotta listen because the the instrumental part starts and it's it's either bass by itself or it's just like the low E string stuff on guitar, but it's just, it's very much that like Johnny Cash Elvis style thing. Yeah. Where you just hear this like ticky tack, like, and you realize like, oh, this is actually a solo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, walking that line between country and rock. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I was even one saying on the, on the forefront of pop country yeah well yeah that's where i i was like yeah it's it's like the complete you know yeah Yeah. nice luca what do i got here on to you oh i'm gonna go um, what you got i'm gonna go off of what i thought was the strongest record one of these nights Mm -hmm. and uh lion eyes man oh that's another one that pairs well with peaceful yeah yeah it really like kind of gave me the vibe um 
I love the, I mean, obviously it's about, you know, like someone unfaithful or whatever. Um, it's, you know, simple song, but like just the, the, the melody of the, like the phrase, like you can't hide, uh, blind eyes. It's, it's sung so well. It's so mellow and like, you know, I don't know. It's just like a great, a great vibe instead of being like, you're a cheating bitch. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, I know I, I'm I'm so crass, but like, you know, like it's it's the complete opposite of it's that. It's like a heartbroken. Yeah, it's, it's like melancholy. Yeah. It's that great like melancholy sadness of like, you know, getting yeah. done wrong. I, I love this tune. Yeah. It's one of my, I, I just, yeah. This is probably one of my favorite, favorite, just like that era of songs. Yeah. And the inspiration know. for this song, do you know the story behind this song? I, I, don't. I don't. Well, Glenn Frey and uh, Don Henley were at a bar, and they were getting into a conversation about, like, unfaithful wives to their husbands. And they saw, like, a nice, good-looking woman across the bar with what appeared to be, like, an older, sort of, out-of-shape kind of man. You know, kind of a sugar daddy situation, if you want to call it that. Uh, and <laughs> Glenn was like she can't even hide those lion eyes so i feel like it's like like i read that and it's so it's so dewey cox to me <laughs> you know where he's like i must walk hard like, don't you turn that to a song dewey cox you know what i mean it's like the same thing where you're just like these guys are just like so hopped up on cocaine and barbiturates that they're just kind of like they say a sentence and they're like that's a song and then they just write a song based off of a phrase or a yeah. sentence but, but I mean, but yeah, I feel you. It's it's it is a great song, and absolutely, absolutely, it's par- the, pairs it's well a perfect it inverse of peaceful, easy feeling, or peaceful, easy feeling, because yeah. they're like, they're yeah, just they polar opposites. They're such similar melodies too. I listen to songs like, I got a peaceful, easy feeling. You can't hide those lines. And I just like basically <laughs> yeah. like it's like the same. Yeah, it's like don't stick them next to each other <laughs> yeah, in the set. Don't. No, no. <clears throat> But um, yeah, it's just song. that great stacked harmony. It's the yeah. harmonies, man. That's why you're listening you to Lion Eyes. You know what I mean? And I love, yeah, I love like the diphthong, like the intense, like yeah. your like yeah. heavy emphasis on the R's and like country, man. They yeah. got countryfy it. I don't know where all these guys are from. I, I think Glenn Fry was like from Michigan. I think that sounds right and to me. Was Don Henley? I feel like Don Henley was West Coast though, wasn't he? We'll get. Him. I know they all met up in. In California, but I'm yeah I'm not I'm not sure where they all like originated from. I'm not sure either. Uh, Luca Don Henley is from Gilmer, Texas. Oh, okay. And grew up in Texas. Oh. Um, Joe Walsh is from Ohio, Akron, yep. Ohio. Yes. Come on, baby. <clears throat> um, him and LeBron James. Who else we got? <laughs> who else we got? I confuse those two all the time. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's this internet here. Okay, Glenn Fry is from Detroit, Michigan. You were right about that. Uh, Bernie Leiden, I think, is from California, but we will find out. Yep, San Diego. Huh? Yeah. What about Randy Meisner? Where was he from? Oh, hold on. I'm getting. Randy Meisner looked like a long lost Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> he had that, like, heavy. Shag haircut looked like the guy from the Partridge family <laughs> wearing yeah. plaid plaid shirts with turquoise buttons on them. And... Yeah, bolos. Yeah, uh, I remember oh, the, <laughs> when I looked when I looked him up. On... Oh, Nebraska. So he there you he go. was like the Neil Young of the group. Like yeah, the yeah. Real country. <laughs> Randy Meisner doesn't even have a picture on no. Wikipedia. How bullshit is that? 
he, he might not have been seen for the last 20 years. <laughs> You're in the fucking Eagles, bro. Yeah, like, no. you get Fuck a fucking Eagles. Wikipedia page. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get get it together. Get a Wikipedia page. You know, just you know, you're in the yeah. you're, the goddamn Eagles. Well, you deserve a Wikipedia picture. But yeah, definitely. So they countryfied way more than they naturally were. I would say. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I like about their harmonies. You can't hide your line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's all country. Dude. Yeah, it's so twang. Yeah. But it's great though. I love it. Oh, where do where do we think Don Felder was from? Don Felder. I uh, thought I would think he's just like California, Florida. Oh, Gainesville. Oh, I mean, I've seen how he dressed back in the seventies. <laughs> you could tell he's from Gainesville. He had he's the one with the blonde hair and like a wispy blonde mustache. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Dwayne Allman's cousin. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> he looked like if Tom well, Petty didn't have like a, hey, man. a nutrition deficiency. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's all the same area. <laughs> Almond Brothers, Florida, yeah, yeah. Gaines, like pretty much Gainesville, Florida. Uh, yeah, it's Petty, like those Gainesville, yeah. Florida. Yeah, it's like those 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 fair blonde Southern bo- like, like Floridian. Guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, well, great choice, Lion Eyes. All right, you got back to back. When you like, say say it again, what's the name of that song? Lying and eyes. Li- oh, <laughs> lion eyes. Lion You're eyes. saying like lion eyes, like like the <laughs> like the animal. Lion, lion, lion eyes. eyes. Yes, that's how it is. There's no G. <laughs> it's a posture. Yeah. <laughs> lion eyes. I gotta take. <laughs> Damn, you guys have crushed through these fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, I ate two pieces. I ate one. <laughs> Listen, it's a good bakery. Mike's like, I got us Danishes. <laughs> I have two Boston cream donuts inside too. If you guys want to indulge in the uh, Bavarian treats, I also have cookies. My thief, he made cookies. Kulurakia, sure they're really nice. good. Um, all right, so I will go. Um, I'm gonna go with another jam that I really enjoy, and it's called. It's gonna be a heartache oh, okay. tonight. Heartache tonight, I know. Um, is another one that I. It's just it's a it's a rocker too. You know you who know? wrote that song? I Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> Budweiser. Pretty much. Really, I don't know the story the behind the song. So the please. The man behind the Silver Bullet band. Oh, Bob Seger. Yep. I I could have oh. thought that. You know that you, now that you did, say that. Did Bob it Seger makes really sense. write this tune? Bob Seger, J.D. Souther, and Glenn Fry. Wow. Don Henley might have helped co-write it too, but. Uh, and this was like, this was for the album The Long Run, yeah. which was, I think, released in 79, so recorded probably in 78. So this was like three, four years into Bob Seger having hits, 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 hits. Yeah. So like, this is like a peak era yeah. of just getting down and crushing 17 Budweiser's. <laughs> Do, doing a couple lines, hopping the Camaro, go down to the studio. <laughs> This song, Cut a track. this song reminds me of like dive bars, yeah. like so oh, yeah. hard. That's just like all I can think of when I it hear It makes this me song. think of like brown leather jackets. Yeah. Yep. In like a 1980s bar. Oh, you know what the song reminds me of? Um, leather vests. Mm. Oh yeah, leather vests. This song is yeah. It's the equivalent of like Queen's "We Will Rock You," because it's just like stadium. right. It's like a rock anthem. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like there's no instruments during the verses, 
and then it kicks into the into the chorus. Great slide guitar work too. I think it's Joe Walsh doing the slide on this. Yeah, Joe Walsh's like it's just oh man, it's all that tasty slide guitar stuff. Very notable for the second incarnation of the Eagles being super like more hard rock oriented. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this was this was when Tim Schmidt had joined the band. So any high harmonies you hear are him instead of uh, Randy Meisner, who's not in the band anymore. I think this song, too, would like kind of – you think this is like a forerunner for what like an 80s hard rock hit would sound like? Because I, I think like a lot of the songs from the 80s like carried this kind of feel and flavor – with like that was more of like if it was a rock and roll song like the Huey Lewis <laughs> yes. style yes. or the yeah yeah absolutely because I feel like it just has this kind of energy this kind of feel this kind of tempo even yeah um into like what they would even though the Eagles didn't um get to really mm. you know and fly into the eighties yeah. well because that because yeah. that br- that bridge late seventies into eighties. It's like you had disco shit going on, and then the other thing that was really popular in, uh, like, you know, in society was that bar rock, that pub rock, that, yeah, that like Thin Lizzy, that ACDC, all that kind of stuff. So yes. this fits nicely. Yeah, into even it, like Back stuff. in Black. Like yeah. I, I love Back in Black way more than this tune. Like any song on there, yeah, like a thousand yeah. times more than this. But um, similar. Kinda. It's yes. Um, I mean, you shook me all night long, back to back with this song in a bar would not shake anybody's head. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right, right. Great right. vibes. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then my second pick is going to be Take It to the Limit. Take it to, to the, the limit. limit one more time. Um, one of These Nights was the album that it was on. Bro, why didn't they – Why the fade out of the song? Give me that 30 more seconds of that high voice. <laughs> Dude, because it, yeah. it sounds—it's so pristine. To be fair, though, I heard that when I was listening to this song, and all I could think was "Blue Jean Committee." Yeah, for real. <laughs> and it starts like the song starts with like the piano or or synthesizer or whatever is doing the pad of the thing is already so loud. Yeah, right. It's like, go down, 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 go down. To me, it's like one of the, it's one of the ultimate rock and roll ballads, man. Like it's yeah. it's just it's like stadium ballad. It's a waltz as well, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's twelve in, eight. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting about it because it was a big hit. Another it, song too, mainly written by Randy uh, yeah, Meisner, and he sang lead on this. This was his yeah. one big song that he sang lead. It's on. his Beth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Take it to the limit. And like the build, yeah, it is tasty, man. All everything that they do, everything the Eagles do musically is one of those things. Like we've said it in reference to other stuff before, but it really is like where you kind of expect the music to go or where you want the music to go. They always go there. Like they always give it to you. Yeah, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. And this is the closest they get to like a gospel song. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because. That's really what it is. Yeah, and it really shines too, like the um, the 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 harmonies and all mm-hmm. that. Like it, it, this is like it shows. Like, yeah, there's yeah. definitely some talented singing happening in yeah. this group, you know. And it is that sparkling, clean, mm-hmm. beautiful, so well produced, so beautifully mixed. Yeah. Like the voices all just sound so good. That's why the, that album was my favorite. It was just yeah. like it had enough hits on it. And then, like, you know what I mean? It just 
and in the the way they were placed, I'm I don't know. Like I was, I was like, oh, I could have used like forty another minute of of that chorus on that song. <laughs> I was like, I I could have sat for that. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't because when that high voice comes in, it's so impressive, yeah. impressive, and it's so good. yeah. It's just like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like piercing. It's, and this was this was. So one of these nights album is their fourth album. I think that was that was the turning point album because their first two albums were produced by Glenn Johns, who is a famous British producer who produced for the Who Zeppelin. and Zeppelin and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, he's an engineer for Zeppelin, and he. Uh, but in the third album, they didn't really like what he was getting for them, and they wanted to go more rock. So they brought in this guy named Bill Simzik, who actually had produced the James Gang stuff and Joe Walsh's solo stuff. And so he kind of did some two. He did the majority of the tracks on the third album on the border, but the fourth album, one of these nights, was the first full thing with Bill Simzik doing all production, and it was the first full album with Don Felder doing lead guitar because yep. Don Felder was only on two songs on the previous album. So this was like the real transition to like fucking rock and roll and grab yeah. you by the throat. This is their first number one album on the you know album two hundred album charts and all that stuff. So. I, th- I thought too, like this album. You're right, because it definitely had like the rockier songs on it, but still had like the great country flavor, and it was like the perfect mix for me of yeah. like where you know. Yeah, in, in and time. this is the follow up to Hotel California too. No, no, no. this, right? album this is that. the one before. Oh, what did have, I think? You have self titled Desperado on, on the, the border, border. One of these, one these nights, nights. Hotel California, hits. long run. Yeah, and then. 20 year break yeah, yeah 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 so yeah this is yeah the fo- so it is it's the follow-up to hotel california it's the next well, it's a preceding it's before hotel california oh yeah one of these nights I- was 75 <laughs> i think oh i'm sorry why did i think i'm so sorry i got confused i thought we were talking about the long run that's why i got oh, like no, i was no, like no, wait no. a minute yeah <laughs> um so yeah so uh that's my second pick right yeah now we go to luke we go to luke luke do you want to do your pick and then we'll take a quick break yeah and yeah. then we'll come back and finish off the draft. All right. All right. I'll do my next two. Then we'll take them. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to go. I'm surprised you haven't taken one. I would have called you to take one so early, and you haven't taken it yet. Oh, I'm curious what you think that is. All right. Um, I'm going to go take it easy. That's that's the pick. There it is. I knew it. I, I I'm going to go take it easy. It. Yeah. Okay. Um. My favorite part about Take It Easy is the line, uh, this is a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford. Uh, it's one of the like, corniest. Oh, it's so good. Weird. It's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford, slowing down to take a look at me. I also like the 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 ladies in the numbers. In yeah, the you beginning. have to count them. Yeah. Four that want to own me, two that want to stone me, one that says she's a friend of mine. Right. Yeah. I like songs where like they have like <laughs> they have like women in the beginning. Isn't there a Steely Dan song like that too? Where they like it starts with like a count of women. It's Probably. on Oh my god, there is too and I can't think of what it is cuz um, You might be thinking are you confused? Are you thinking Mambo number no. 5 is being the song that you actually <laughs> Well, in the Erica, same vibe. Danica, something, <laughs> and Sheila. Sabrina. And as I continue, oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. they get sweeter. No, no. Uh that could hardly stand to see one of your uh, uh, you're looking at the wrong uh, guy. I'm not a Dan man. And I'm laughing in the pouring rain. Ah, uh, 
Uh, oh, uh, white shoes, right? Or, or, or some sneakers. Yeah, bad sneakers. Bad sneakers. Yeah. That starts off with a woman count as well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Does it? Sorry, I took me a long time to get my brain there, but that's the first. Yeah. That's that's true that you do enjoy those songs because there's also that uh, the zombie song, uh, friends of mine. Yeah, where they list the like, people of songs. Mary, thum, thum, thum. They're like listing off girls' names. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know why. That might be like a weird. I don't like it because like when when he says I got seven women on my mind and then he starts to break it down and I I like do the math because I'm like <laughs> I guess that was seven. <laughs> I, 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 Listen, I, they rock seven women on my mind and I immediately go oh. He's like, I get paid to rock and roll, not to count, baby. (laughs) For uh, the longest time, too, I thought it was like the math didn't make sense, too. And I thought he was saying he had several because several is like the – we use that as like – is it several yeah. or seven? Seven. It's, oh, it is it's seven. It's seven because the math does add up. <laughs> to be fair, I did think he said several as well for the longest time. for the longest time as well. Yeah. So anyway, for some weird reason, I like uh, women math in the beginning of songs. Thanks <laughs> uh, <laughs> for like, so the math homework, Eagles. But um, this is like, is there any more of like a classic Eagles tune than this? It's got like the country rock chorus. Yeah. It's got the fucking banjo solo with like, you know. This yeah. is the first hit. I think it was the first single on the first album. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's like Jackson Brown wrote it, and then Glenn Fry helped him finish it up. You know, yeah. I also like that's got like the you know the stupid like hippie kind of take it easy, man. Yeah, right, like, that right. Kind of thing. Well, that's it. what it is. Yeah, they're like country hippie rockers. Yeah, you know, so a little Southwest, a little Arizona flavor thrown in there. Yeah. Anyone else got uh, songs with women in math? Give me a call. Yeah, <laughs> drop us a line. <laughs> <laughs> on our Instagram when we post for this. Um, Jeffrey? Um, so my fourth pick is going to stick with my list because I think some choices will be there anyway. But uh, the next one on my list is the title track off of The Long Run. The Long Run. In the long run. Which is like, uh, that's another one where it's like, don't put it next to these one, two, three, or four <laughs> songs. <laughs> yeah, right, set, right. it sounds like... Yeah, every fucking eagle song, but yeah. but um, yeah. Since this was off of the long run, it's like very clean production. Um, so I think that's what separates it from the ones that it sounds similar to, and uh, it's it has like a cool dual harmony throughout the whole song. So it's not like so obnoxious with like four parts the whole time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like it because it's another mid tempo thing that has a little funky kind of guitar going yeah. throughout and. Yeah, I like how it's like a slower jam, but it's still it's like very groove oriented still. Yeah. So it's not sleepy. Yeah. It's got that great like It's got good guitar the, the, harmonies the in there and stuff too. Good slide playing. The drum moves it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a generic It's like a generic Eagles song cuz it sounds like 5 to 10 other ones, but I don't know, it just it still it's, is so It's solid. got good it's got good hit potential. Yeah. It was. I mean, yeah. it was Well, a, they did I think that that's an example of the fact that like the Eagles did one thing really well and they knew they did that kind of a thing really well so they just wrote the same song yeah. like 10 times because it's like well it's a good format it works and that's a very country thing to do yeah is like stick with the four chords we've been doing and yeah. write a slightly different melody and just change the tempo slightly and yeah you know yeah yeah good pick it good works pick. in the long run <laughs> indeed it does uh <laughs> You want to do another one? You take a time out now? All right, we'll take yeah, a we quick have, time out. We have four each, so we'll do a couple more each. All right, sounds bonus. good. We will be right back. Let me ask you guys something. 
Whatever happened to predictability? There must be some magic clues inside these gentle walls. Sometimes you get a feeling like you need some kind of change. I don't get any of those references. But each week on Talking Sit, Silas P. and a guest do a deep dive and raise up the sitcoms that raised us. Did Mr. Belvedere really sit on his balls? Why do people call him Uncle Joey when he wasn't related to the Tanners? And does anyone else remember Head of the Class? Find out each week on Talking Sit with Silas B. See where he's driving home? And he's it's hitting the roof. The... Well, it's playing, uh, what song is that? Looking <laughs> out my, my back, back door. door. <laughs> That's like my favorite. He part. drops the fucking the rubbish. He in crashes his lap. into all the garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to get in the garage. So we a little dude. Yeah, <laughs> little and we we did boy. a we did a science experiment and we got the results we expected, which is we were playing Eagles songs in the break and we couldn't think of what Eagles song we were actually playing because they all sound so similar. Yeah. I got a new mandolin and Jeff picked it up and he starts hammering out, <laughs> hammering out major chords. And we're like, this is the, oh, wait, no, wait a minute. Hold on. Like every song was like four Eagles songs. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. It was Lion Eyes. Lion Eyes. <laughs> lion Eyes. Lion Eyes. Man, she can't hide those lion eyes. Uh, do we want, why don't we do two more picks each? Yeah. And then we'll do a couple bonus picks that okay. are going to be solo or non-Eagles releases by Eagles members. Sounds good. All right. Well, you're up next, right, for your yeah. second pick from last round. All right. So my fifth pick. Just jump out the nest. What do we got? Um, <laughs> my fifth pick is going to be a song I thought I was playing, but I wasn't. <laughs> 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 my fifth pick is the it's the uh, closest that the Eagles ever got to a Jimmy Buffett song, and that's the song New Kid in Town. Mm. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say Tequila Sunrise. <laughs> oh, that's, that's close, too. Um, New Kid in Town is just great dual harmonies, pretty much the whole song, and it's just, um, it's like the feel-good, sleepy time. I mean, it's not sleepy time. It's mellow, like, yeah. you know, you've had 12 beers and you're sitting watching the sunset on the beach type of shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it has a lot of like, it goes and it's very like it has like Fender Rhodes and shit, and it's very Jimmy Buffett sounding. Um, but I've always liked this song. This is always on those OAR sound, uh, like radio stations, and uh, it just has those classic third, you know, that melody with the third above it harmony that kind of just like sits the whole time, and it sounds extremely 1976 and uh this is like a very much blue jean committee type of song <laughs> yeah. this is like straight up like michael mcdonald styles you know doobie brothers and yeah. absolutely uh it was a standout like yacht rock tune off yeah. of uh off of this record and it was definitely one i were, like remembered remembered it has those like when it was done yep. Yep. like it could be could have been played on steel drums type of stuff <laughs> Nice, good choice. The new kid in town. We w hopefully will not get sued by the Eagles by. I don't know, man. Songs. Don Henley's kind of like they're he's very kind of crazy. <laughs> kind of. Litigious. There's no Eagles stuff anywhere on YouTube. 
No, well, other than their official channel, they like sue everybody. They do flag they? Every, yeah, they flag everything. Yeah, there must also, be something in drummers for suing over musical <laughs> copyrights. Do you notice there's, n- there's no hip hop samples either of like anything, like not mm. even any nothing sampled at all no. from the Eagles. Famously, no? Frank Ocean, um, his first mixtape was uh, there was a song on it that was Hotel California. The whole instrumental of the whole song with no vocals and his own vocal thing over it and that's the main reason why you can't find that mixtape anywhere yeah you said you have to like go on his website or something and like buy yeah. it and well you, you used deal. to be able to it was available oh, on his Tumblr anymore page. now you can find it on like underground things but that's the reason why that never got like an official release is because he didn't get that sample cleared and <laughs> they're never gonna clear that they're gonna make you pay like 30 million dollars oh yeah that song. I, I I definitely like read some like diatribes of Don Henley like going like like I like it as a solid piece of what it was and then I'm just like yeah that's cool because like even he was he's like pissed off about the greatest hits kind of too like they shouldn't have made that out. and I'm like it's literally like your cash cow but besides yeah. all that it's like you released a live album in 1980 where you took the songs apart and rearranged them in whatever you wanted so like I'm not buying that either I don't yeah. know I don't yeah. know. I mean, but, you know, respect. Artists are artists, and they want to do what they want with their fucking shit, and so whatever. Yeah, man. But in my opinion... If you want it to die on the vine, have fun. Exactly. <laughs> like, if, yeah. if you want people to be talking about it and using it and, like, knowing your shit, you got to let it out there in the world and let people do what they want with it. Yeah. I think so, too. I think so, too. No Smart. Eagles songs have ever been sampled, huh? Not really. None that I can think of. I can't, I can't think, think, of, think any. of any. And, you, I mean, there's some stuff you could do, too. Yeah. There's definitely some things you could oh, do. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we're doing it right God. now. Oh <laughs> we just God. got pulled down from Spotify. Oh, Jesus. Don was going to come here use. foaming at the that mouth of a cocaine <laughs> frenzy. That was, that was fair use. That was <laughs> it, was un- it was literally under, what, two seconds? Yeah, that's I a, think, I we'll think that's okay. what it has to be. Um, Luke, what's your next pick? My next pick. All right, guys. I'm going to go next I'm gonna go Tequila Sunrise. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that not song. Not to be confused with Lion Eyes. Not to be confused with. So that's the first official like non-hit song that's been taken yeah i think because yeah. uh we've really been for us i mean i think uh we're definitely like hits people with the yeah, eagles for sure um but tequila sunrise i feel like it was a um definitely a great album track desperado i feel mm-hmm. like is one of their stronger like all together uh records mm-hmm. um they definitely has a theme to it um this song is just like chill and i i felt like it was it was one of the, it, for me why I put it on my list is because like we I only had hits and I was like trying to just see like if it, if there was like album tracks I felt were like more justifiably um, bigger and I feel like this one was like a you know one of those definite standouts and just a definite good mood piece. Yeah. So then you know further down the list for me, but definitely still uh yeah. still up there. Yeah, yeah, I like this tune. Also, yeah, good uh, deep cut. Yeah, you know, just J- Jimmy Buffett, that's the Margaritaville's, the yeah. you know, your yeah, team, you know, cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> uh, um, we should do an episode songs songs about drinks. Oh, yeah, we could. Cause uh, like just from my yeah. Steely Danness, like that's like one of their themes. Yeah, songs about drinks. There, there is like alcohol. Black cow. Black cow as a, a root beer float. Um. And then uh, there's like a jillion Steely Dan songs yeah. with uh, with drink references. references. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. I gotta get into the Dan. 
One, uh, one of the drink bad, references is not really a drink reference, but... Bad Sneakers bad is, sneakers. is uh, Pina Colada mm-hmm. in the chorus. Oh, yeah. Bad Sneakers and a Pina Time Out of Mind, though, it says the... What does it say? The water may tr- the water may change to cherry wine. And that's a reference to when you shoot up heroin and you have to draw a little blood into it. Oh, yikes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so nothing to do with wine. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, right on. What's cool. your next pick? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a song that I think is very, very Joe Walsh mm. off of the album The Long Run. I'm going to go with In the City. Down, down. That down, was off that down. album. Yeah. No, come yeah, on, bro. Look. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Did you want that one? I would have taken it next. I uh, thought that was a Joe Walsh solo release. No, because it's on the Warrior soundtrack. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. Damn. <laughs> it's a. That's a good song, though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have taken it yet, but if I knew that was an Eagles song, I would have waited for my next pick for that song. That's a good song. Thank yeah, you. I love that Thank dude. Thank you for picking up on that. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and it's like that straining to sing anything. Yeah, it's good though. I, I love it though. Yeah, and it's got those big Walshy yeah, like down, like those big yeah. huge chords in the beginning that's an arena rock song man yeah big time big big time Damn, i didn't i guess i i never really listened to the long run the album other than the hits i didn't yeah. realize it was on the album yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So, so i do love that tune so that's a good one that's such yeah that's the joe walsh wine the whole time it's yeah. good though it's good uh and then i have Damn, one more right song. i got one more pick in the city. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yo, have we picked any songs from On the Border? I don't think we picked one tune. Uh, yeah, no, we did. What song? Uh, I don't think so, man. Well, uh, you know what? As my next pick, I'm going to go with a song that's You're gonna on, go all, already, already gone. gone. Yeah. I see. This is like for me, as far as hits go, this song was so weak for me on hits. I mean, for yeah, as a yeah, hit. yeah. But we're split. We're we're getting down to the nitty gritty now. But there's this is like pretty electric electric guitar, right? Yeah. Already gone. Yeah. yeah. It's for, on my list. For me, it just sounds too much. I mean, see, if the songs were slow, if the slower the song, uh, the more I can get away with them sounding the same. But for me, this one sounds way too much. Like take it easy. For me, oh, okay. this is the one that you're like, well, yeah, this, this is the one. <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Straws. Every this goddamn, goddamn, slow, goddamn slow line. jam. Yeah. Right, down, 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 yeah. Listen, you gotta get the suit. Yeah, yeah. No, I like whatever. I Come like at me, it. Don Henley. I like it. This is like when they go. Maybe like this is Don Henley singing. No. Yeah. Uh, no, it might be Glenn. Yeah. Okay. This is like what. This is like dirt when they like go on tour in the documentary. This mm-hmm. is like the song that's playing when they hit the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 The tour bus is driving into the sunset. And there's like great pictures of them like playing. And then like, you know, Glenn Fry cuts in. He's like, yeah, we were in like Arizona one night. (laughs) Good choice. That's a great Michigan accent you're doing there. Thank you. (laughs) So that's your that's your last Eagles pick. All right. So I'm happy with my list. Yeah, yeah. I feel Luke, confident. What's your last officials Eagles? All right. We're 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 scraping here. We're we're scraping. City was a good can't get over that. I thought that was a solo one. Yeah, we're definitely on the bottom of the barrel. All no, right. we aren't. 
I'm going to go. There's still a couple. You got a couple aces in your pocket? I got one that I don't think will be taken, so I know it will be there. I'm going to go try and love again off Hotel California. Um, Ooh, which one is this one? My God, you yell at me for it. That one. Um, It was just one, again, like I was when I was going through my list and like trying to make ones that were – not as hit oriented this is one i put on there it was a second to last track um on the record um and for me it just had like that great out al- it was just a great album oh, yeah. track you know what i mean and it definitely had that like um pristine studio song that i like dug of that like era of hotel california and so i that's why i like ended up putting this one down on my playlist because i was i just thought it was like a great a great studio track that like was kind of laid under the radar and had its own merit. It's, excuse me, it's kind of Beatlesy. Yeah, and you know what yeah. I mean. And I just really, I thought that was like one of the songs that I could like kind of shout out as being like, you know, because like as doing this too is like, you know, obviously we've made the point that the Eagles aren't like our favorite group on earth, but like I wanted to challenge myself to like think of some other, um, you know, songs that were. You know, just like not hits, and I yeah, think that yeah. was like one that I I I liked that I thought was you know, yeah. There's, I mean, they definitely have some good deep cuts, yeah, for sure. That you gotta like seek out, but and definitely I thought one this one, you know, just because I love that era of like pristine recording. Like yeah. if if the tracks are super, I mean, I I'm I'm into it. So this yeah. is a you know, good choice, good final choice. Nice way to round out your uh, your your album. Round out my album. Round out the album. Jeff? What do we got? Okay, so my last official Eagles pick uh, is another ballad that's like one of my favorite of their songs. It's not written by the band. Um, It's written by one of their label mates the year before, and then they covered it. And that is the song Ole 55. That's a song from the album On the Border. So that's a song written by Tom Waits. Uh-huh. Who's the like crusty barroom singer <laughs> kind of sings like this. The voice like a steak that's been left on a yeah, radiator. That's right. And this was it's just a great song. It's a it's like a desperado type of song where it's just beautiful, well written song. Tom Waits wrote it and it's on his debut album on Asylum Records. And then later I assume like that year. Eagles got a copy of that album. They're like, damn, we love this song. We'd love to re- record it. So it's just like stacked harmonies during the choruses, oh, and it's just like beautiful. Great lap steel stuff, beautiful. too. Yeah. Whoa. And the lap steel on that, oh, I'm not going to get it right. I think it's Al, Al Perkins. Is that the guy's name? He's like. I'm not sure. He's a lap steel player on like every. Yes. Al Perkins is like plays on everything in, in country music in the 70s, 80s, and beyond. He's still alive as far as I know. Um, so that is uh, it's just a great ballad. And I kind of like the Tom Waits version a little more because it's a little more authentic and like crummy and, you know, dirty and all that stuff. But the beautiful Eagles version is just like it's immaculate. It sounds great. And it's just, you know, these nostalgic memories of an old car and like yeah. all the metaphors about like being left out and the elements and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I love that song. Yeah. Good tune. Nice. Well, that rounds off the draft.
picks. But now we're gonna do some bonuses. So we're gonna go in the same same style. Let's let's, let's repick order. Okay. Just to shake it up. Okay, so we'll repick order. So odd, odd man out goes first. Okay, ready, Luca? What are we doing? Shoot on three. One or One, two. Two, two three. three. Mike's going first. Ah. No, that's the that's the good seat. All right, hop, rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Shoot. All right, Luke goes second. Um, Luke, re- Luke remains in the middle. You guys want to do how many picks each? You want to do two? Yeah, yeah I'll just do two. Yeah, because okay. I feel like we'll run out pretty quick. Yeah, we're gonna run oh. out of Joe Walls. We're gonna run out of Joe Walls tunes fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so these are gonna be songs, but made by any any Eagles member outside of the band, uh, solo or other groups that they were in, et cetera, et cetera. So Mike, why don't you go first with your first pick? Hmm. Okay, hold on. Two picks each, bonus picks. Let me pull my list up. Two picks each? One at a time. Though. Well, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. We'll um, two picks total. Hmm. Well, um, well, you know, I, I got to go. I, I have to go with my man, Joe Walsh. Okay, you know, which I have song, to, though? I have to start there. Yep. Um, you know what? I'm going to go a little bit left of center. Uh, I'm gonna go with "Walk Away." That that's what that's what my first pick would have been. Was it? Yeah, but oh, only, I'm just I, only I, because I, we're doing the Eagles, and I feel like this is Joe Walsh's most eagerly solo tune. Yeah, right, 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 right. S- yeah. Is that why Sing you, a little bit of it. Um, uh, seems to me you don't wanna talk about it. Seems to me. Oh right, this is James Gang. And, yes, okay. This is from the third. We can James, sing that because Joe Walsh won't see us. Third James, well, he's not. Yeah, it's fucking right. there. Joe Walsh. <laughs> he doesn't know what the internet is, man. <laughs> um, thirds. Yeah, it's on thirds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also, th- I also think this is one of the tunes that the Eagles would play live with. Um, yeah, it's one that they let him play live. Yeah, because it does. It, it that song that is a song that fits in an Eagles set. Absolutely, for sure. And Joe Walsh famously, like, he was doing the James Gang when he was, like, 20, 21. Also, interesting story about Mr. Joe Walsh. Do it. I was about to say it. Go for it. He is the one who is the reason why Jimmy Page plays a Gibson Les Paul. Because before sure. that, Page played that uh, that dragon telly. Yeah. Uh, and then Joe Walsh was like, Nah, man, you got to play one of these guitars, man. And then yeah, there he's we like homebuckering. Homebuckering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Another fact about Joe Walsh. The late is, Paul, man. Uh, Dwayne Allman taught him how to play slide guitar. That's right. No way. Yeah, you didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah, and then he went yeah. home. That's why. Like, that's like Rocky Mountain Way. That's that yeah. was like direct. Like Can't taught him how to play slide. Nice. With Allman, the pl- you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So there we go. Walk away by the James Gang. Luke, what's your first bonus pick? Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm happy now because my pick will be there. Oh, okay. I'm gonna Both let you. I'm gonna let you have there. it. I'm gonna let you have Both it. I'm gonna go there. with a tune that is on the Eagles live album from 1980. It's Joe Walsh's "Life's Been Good." God damn it! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I I really really love this song. I love that for a song. couple reasons. One, it's got that it's so like boom, the, just boom, just, boom. just <laughs> it's such it's such a weird song. This song should not be a hit on like a jillion levels. It's way too long. Yeah, it's first so of all, <laughs> it's got crazy long instrumental passages. Yeah. The verse is a reggae yeah. verse. Yeah. Um, 
and then the chorus is just a refrain life's been good to me so far like it's it's it is the weirdest song but i love the lyrics um and how like self-deprecating they are and because it really makes joe walsh like the most like relatable (laughs) eagle right because it's just so i don't know and i feel like it's it's a great this is a great solo album by him anyway and it just um i don't even know if it really fits in with the eagles but it's just a great 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 tune how long do you think this song is this this song is eight minutes 15 seconds yeah eight minutes and 56 seconds it's super shy of nine well the last 20 seconds are like fucking animal sounds (laughs) (laughs) but like how good is like the maserati uh line Right. I thought this was Steve Miller for the longest time. I also like the 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 afterwards he just collapses on the stage just of a cocaine induced exhaustion. I love uh, the line about the mansion too that he's never seen. He's uh, like, I have a mansion. They tell me it's I nice. Been there to tell me it's nice. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I like live when he says, "I got gold records on the wall." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. Song. <laughs> it is so good, though, and then it right? goes to the instrumental thing, which is like it's all yeah, it's like weird synthy type of program shit, dude. Like Joe Walsh's box, Joe Walsh's solo albums, not James Gang. The solo albums are full of that crazy synth and talk box. What's the name of this album? This, this is, is where he's um, like underwater. Yeah, Isn't it underwater. called the player? The player you no. this no. That's, um, this that's is called first one. but seriously, folks. Oh yeah. right, and he just he's wearing huge aviator sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's like underwater. He's underwater. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know cocaine it gives you the ability to to breathe underwater. <laughs> he was having lunch. There's like a little picnic table behind him and stuff. He's having a nice light lunch. Dude, and, and live when he plays with the Eagles, he wears like the hard hat with the like camera on the top <laughs> and he goes through the crowd and stuff oh man i love that he's always I wearing two like the head wrap he's always wearing yeah. like a weird like bandana. bandana head wrap thing all right jeffrey <sighs> on to you what a weird what a weird song to be a hit yeah like, <laughs> what seriously folks <laughs> Um, part of the eagle. As we're having this conversation, by the way, Mike is definitely wearing a backwards Joe Walsh hat that says Funk Forty Nine on the front. Dude, listen, this this hat is like collapsing in on itself because I've worn it so so much. And my birthday just passed, and Jade was like, "I was I tried so hard to find you another one of those hats," and she just she was like, "I can't find they can't find them anywhere anymore," and I was so sad because. I love this hat so much. Mike got that hat at the the last Tom Petty tour. The last time, R.I.P. Tom Petty. Uh, and yeah, when Joe Walsh was on stage, like my uh, my cousin Jimmy's uh, wife at the time turns and and looks at looks at us, and she's like, "Did is he okay? Did he have like a stroke or something?" And we're just like, "No, that's just Joe Walsh. That's old smoking Joe. He's just he's just life's been good to him, as you oh, can man. see." And he's on stage, and he's like. I don't know what it's it's like down there, but it's starting to smell really good up here, man. <laughs> How do you remember that? Because it's Joe yeah. fucking Walsh, man. 
I remember he did like the saddest version of "Take It to the Limit" I've ever heard. Was it was it that song they did? I don't know. I think I think he may have. Yeah, they did that song, and I was like, before they like right when they started playing it, I went, "Oh, nobody's able to sing this on the stage right now." And as they progressed, I was nobody could sing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yep. All right. What is it, Joe? What is it? All right. My dream pick is not there, so I can't take it. So I'm gonna take uh, Joe Walsh's like <laughs> signature song. It's the one that he says like really cemented him, like after the James Gang, and he knew he was gonna be fine on his own. Um, it's from his second album, "The Smoker You Get the P- the Player You Drink" or whatever. The, the, <laughs> the, the smoker you drink, the player you get. I think is the name of it. Yes, um, and this is the, the song airplane. "Rocky Mountain Way." Yeah, my first pick. And that's just like that's that's guitar plugged straight into an amp. He was playing like a Princeton, which has like an eight-inch speaker, like yeah, very like Eric Clapton style, like Layla style. Um, Talk box on that one, straight up. Yeah, another crazy instrumental break. He always had those great instrumental breaks, though, like in every song. Um, Yeah, basically just like a straight up like blues tunes. Yeah, there's like nothing to it. Yeah, love it. So. And then my my second and final bonus pick. There can be no other. It's it's a song that I I listen. I never change the channel when it comes on. It, exactly. Boys of Summer oh, by Don Boys Henley. Of summer. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. I, I knew it. The Boys of Summer. It's just like, it's one of those wistful, sad. Like he's. <laughs> I how old would he have been then? He would have been like thirty eight, probably Don Henley. I think this yeah. came around like eighty three, and he he was born in like I think forty seven. So yeah, like thirty six, thirty seven years old. So you know, midlife crisis type of dude who's like scanning the beach for girls and realizing like his life is <laughs> go <laughs> home, old man. Like, it's like, such an eighties tune. It's such too. an eighties song. It's, yeah, it's like the synth, the repetitive synth thing is just so luscious and thick and. The cool little like guitar break things, which I he I assume he didn't play it. Someone else played those little yeah, cool I don't know type what the of like was they're like dire album. straits sounding things. Yep, yep. And then like you go into the instrumental break before the last choruses, and you get those classic seagull slide <laughs> guitar like go go type things going on. Um, yeah, the boys of summer, Don Henley. That's my second bonus. I just picture him with like you know how like that it's like that 80s outfit that's basically like a t-shirt under like a double breasted a double breasted suit jacket that's like a little too big with the short hair when don henley had like the short clean white suit yeah right 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 (laughs) double breasted yeah um nice all right all right right, luke what's your second and final bonus choice okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go way out of left field on this one because um hit it all right here we go i'm gonna choose um but is I, I can't remember which one I like and I want to say. There's I some think good it's, ones. I'm gonna go with um All she wants to that? do is tears. <laughs> nope, okay. I want the second one. I'm gonna go hot burrito number two by the flying burrito brothers. Oh. Uh oh, yeah, Bernie yeah. Leiden um would be in that band. I just wanted to go this way because I feel like not everybody know I mean Tons of people know who Graham Parsons and the Flying Burrito Brothers are, but the fact that Bernie Leiden like came out of the Burrito Brothers, um, so yeah, 
You know what I mean? That's yeah. I just wanted to kind of shout that out and throw it out there and uh, get people to check out maybe like another group that was the Flying Burrito Brothers. Yeah. And I think this song is like very like proto Eagles anyway. So. And if you want to get into uh, the Flying Burrito Brothers, I was at the Mystic Disc like two weeks ago. Shout out to Dan at Mystic Disc, Mystic Connecticut, the number one record store in the state of Connecticut, actually, as voted by a magazine somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I picked up. Oh my God! You Sorry. just blew it. You that's... blew us out. Um, this is like a comp album that I'm spans... gonna. I'm gonna go against what you're gonna say here. If what? you want to learn about the one album, first album, Flying Burrito Brothers. Right, but I'm just saying this is a nice little kind of mishmash of you know a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I, I you know get what, what I'm saying. Say. I'm gonna. I'm a. I'm not a big Flying Burrito Brothers guy. I'm a novice when it comes to the Burrito Brothers. Like I'm not. You know, but I picked it up and I, I really enjoyed listening to it. I just threw it on, just kinda like putt putting around the house and, and doing stuff in the sun porch. And Their second and album's stuff, so. equally as cool too though. Um yeah. great cover of um of uh it's actually the first version of uh Wild Horses is on uh, oh, the yeah, second that's that's on here. Yeah, it's on the second flying Brio Brothers record. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that that, that lap uh pedal steel player Al Perkins that I talked about was part of the Flying Brio Brothers. Uh I, Steel player? I thought uh, Flying Burritos was Sneaky Pete. It, yeah, Pete Kleinau's here too, but here's Al Perkins. Are you? Hey, you. Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, right here. Yep. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah Bernie Ledden, called... man. He basically looked like if Art Garfunkel uh, was on the run from the cops in Texas after. <laughs> what was his? What was his cool jacket? Train car. What was? Train what was on his cool jacket? <laughs> in the Burritos Brothers his, lineup his, here. His nudie coat. Masters um, of Rhinestones, man. I don't know. I think he he was like the tail end of Burrito Brothers. That's Bernie yeah. Lennon right there. So yeah, it said uh, late '69 and early '70 was when he was in the band. Oh yeah, he might be the second incarnation, right? That sounds like it. it. Yeah. yeah, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let's get some more info from you because he might not even be on the first Sneaky record. Like Pete I think he is. Now and Michael Clark. Sneaky and... Pete. I just think of Stinky Pete <laughs> from <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, either way, even if he's not on that tune, I shouted it's, it's it out. Check the out the Burrito yeah, Brothers yeah, because no, it's, it's just like me- it's like proto Eagles. Yeah, right on. Um, for my final pick, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride on the wave that Jeff set with uh, his solo Don Henley uh, song, and I'm gonna have to go with Dirty Laundry Man because oh. I love that song. That song reminds me of all of those. Um, it's a guy Robert Palmer songs of the eighties. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> it's right. Like the same vibe, or like the ZZ Top of the eighties. Yeah, it's yeah. Like it ha- also has that sort of a vibe of uh, who does that song One Night in Bangkok. Oh yeah, Murray Head. Yeah, the ding, da, ding, da, ding, yeah. Da, ding. It's got that synthy like yeah. da, ba, ba, One hits. Night in Bangkok. Can the world's your that's from a night. that's from a musical called Chess. Is it? Yeah. Well, there you go. There's your musical fact of the day. Luke forgot the train whistle. I'm, I'm, I'm a little sad. <laughs> Saddest little train whistle. All right. So here, here are our picks. Just to run it down. Um, so my list: Hotel California, Desperado, Peaceful, Easy Feeling, The Long Run, New Kid in Town, Old Fifty Five, with bonus tracks: Joe Walsh's Rocky Mountain Way and Don Henley's The Boys of Summer. Luke's list, Witchy Woman, Life in the Fast Lane, Lion Eyes, Take It Easy, Tequila Sunrise, Try and Love Again, bonus tracks, Joe Walsh's Life's Been Good, 
and the Flying Burrito Brothers Hot Burrito Number Two. Correction here: Bernie Leadon is on the third Burrito Brothers record after Graham Parsons leaves. Gotcha. But uh, I've listened to that as well. Not it's acceptable. He he had to have played it live, so yeah. It will allow. Also, it. great live recordings with Bernie Leadon um, on Spotify and stuff. Like all mm-hmm. the live stuff that's available from the Burrito Brothers is second era and definitely still worth checking out. Gotcha. And then Mike's list is one of these nights, victim of love, heartache tonight, take it to the limit. In the City, Already Gone, Bonus Tracks, James Gang, Walk Away, and Don Henley's Dirty Laundry. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you want to throw out like just honorable mentions of... Because I mean like, yeah. you know, like Funk 49, Funk 48, the James Gang, obviously those are like two huge songs. Uh, that... What's the... There's a solo Joe Walsh one from There Goes the Neighborhood, which is like his fourth or fifth solo album. Uh fuck is that one called i don't know it's a it was a hit it was a hit uh it's kind of i don't want to say it's reggae-ish but well look at let's look at the top oh a life of illusion yeah yeah if it was like ring of fire horns that are in there if we had done more bonus picks i would have picked that one um yeah the end of the innocence which is like you know very much like radio ballad, radio mid tempo, synthy thing by Don Henley. Yep. Um, the classic Glenn Fry solo hit, the most obnoxious song that's ever been made from the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. The heat is on. Yeah. I listened to that last night. I was like, what a pile of garbage this song is. Dude, this album cover. No fun allowed. Like saying something aloud. Uh, yeah, it's got a guitar with a red slash. Another it. one I would have. Another good bonus one, um, the duet with Stevie Nicks, Don Henley's and Stevie Nicks "Leather and Lace." Oh, yep. Which is another good one. Yep. Oh, um, hang on one second because I believe, or maybe not. Oh, you bought a copy of that album over there. I have it. That? I could have gave that to you. Congos? Yeah. It's a good album. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That guy's Greek. Cool. Yeah. You got to support the Greeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh, let me think here. Hang on. Because, oh, yes. So, on the uh, the Randy Meisner solo album, 1978, he does his own version of Take It to the Limit. There's a exclusively him version of that after like post Eagles oh, okay. relationship with them. It's a cool listen. It's interesting Studio to like, a, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's a, yeah, it's, it's uh it's an interesting uh, listen just cause it's like, you know just what I mean? Different. It's just a little, it's not super different. Obviously it's the same song, same lead on both, but, but it's not yeah. as like this big produced okay. anthemic kind of thing. Oh, it's okay. a little bit more stripped back, kind of like, you know, just that. more emphasis, just kind of on just the piano part oh. of it and stuff. So it's a good listen. I, I, I liked I liked going back to it. Yeah, and then Don Felder, I was looking to see like if he had any solo stuff. And he kind of like Glenn uh, had a song for a movie soundtrack. He uh, Don Felder does a song called Take a Ride, which is off of that that movie Heavy Metal. Oh, from the, oh, that's the 70s I, I was, or 80s. Dude, I knew he had some kind of hit like yes. that because like when I mean, I'm flipping bins all the time, but I couldn't think of what it was. Yes, yes, yes. So that's another interesting one because I'm like, wait a minute, he did a song for heavy metal, and I remember, I remember watching the film, 
Uh, is and it singing on it? You remember I watching so. it? Yeah, I do remember watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you didn't watch it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I yeah, think- I listened to it and I got like flashbacks. I was like, oh my god, that's right. This song was on there. It's super like future 80s sounding if that makes any sense like it's kind of like yeah it's kind of it's kind of out there um i think he only sang lead on one eagle song ever i think it's the song visions if that i don't know um don henley also wrote a song for a movie soundtrack the movie michael starring john travolta and the song is called through your hands oh my god i have to look that up What a strange movie that one was. What a long movie Michael is. We're getting a little off track here, but my God, that movie's like two and a half hours long. I don't even know what you're talking about. Michael is the one where he's he's the angel. angel. Yeah, he's like, and all he does is eat sugar. I've never seen this movie. You've never seen Michael? No. My mom loved that movie. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's an angel. He gets into a a head-on collision with a bull. Oh, yeah, you remember that scene? <laughs> Doesn't the bull go flying, though? Yes. Or, yeah, and then the bull's sitting there like... With, like, cartoon stars. Yeah, right, right. Oh, it's a, I like that movie. It was fun. It was fun. Anyway. Anyway. So, 50 Years of the Eagles. 50 Years of Eagles. Sorry, excuse me. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Lots Thank of hits. Lots you. of Thank hits. You. Lots of deep cuts. Check out their shit. You know, they only done seven albums and 15 live things. And all the documentaries are like some of the most entertaining things you'll ever watch because you think you listen to this music and you're like oh these guys are fucking pussies yeah you think they're just kind of like hanging out in the southwest goddamn maniacs maniacs and i think part of the reason because henley especially yeah that dude was a psycho like I i think it was a lot of the fact that all of the dudes were like the exact same age yeah and they were all like 23 when they hit and then it's like just competition, competition, competition the whole yeah, time. And big ego battles and yeah. stuff. Because even when they replace members, up until Glenn Fry and Vince Gill coming and stuff, but like all the replacements in the 70s, they still kept everybody in that same like the yeah. same exact age as them. So, Well, I've said it once before and I've said it again. Joe Walsh, the greatest thing to happen to the Eagles, the worst thing to happen to Joe Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Walsh, funny story too. Like They would bring him out in like a shipping crate. You never heard that story? Like no. King Kong? Like, yeah, when they originally, like, when they first started, like, when they were, like, first incorporating him into the band, they would, like, bring out a shipping crate, and then, like, they would, like, break it open, and Joe Walsh would emerge. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know? So, anyway. Great band. Great songs. 50 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. And we do, we, we love we love we the Eagles. Them. We do salute the Eagles. Uh, and, Fly uh, high, brothers. You know, we like to, we, we you know, we, we always, you know, just for fun, like throwing a little bit of shitting on the bands and stuff. But, like, let's be real, man. I mean, the I Eagles only hate on bands that I love. Right. If right. I didn't love a band, I wouldn't even think about them. I wouldn't want to talk about That's them. Yeah, right. it's the Metallica That's... episode all over again. That's yeah. right. Except I don't think Luke actually does like Metallica. Anyway. I like I like Metallica. Do you? Yeah, it's just like, you know, if it's on. If it's on. I like the Eagles more, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Anyway, well, this has been Getting the Garage. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share and comment and all that fun stuff. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a rating. A five-star rating would be really nice. Wow. It lets the algorithm know that we exist. So, yes. Uh, until next time. Until next time. Take it easy, baby. Take it, take it easy.
This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.